everybody. It's time again for the Mikey and Al Between the Lines podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Al. How was the Tuttle family growing up? I mean, you got you had two brothers. You had a sister. Was, uh, was it a lot of, you know, ins and outs, turmoil, kind of conflict? Yeah, we Everybody all get along. Uh, uh, well, as far as, like, uh, fucking up, I guess as a kid, fucking up, I fucked up my dad's car one time. He had a uh, Sentra. Right. That he was changing the plates on, right? And uh, he told me I could use the car, but there were no plates on it. And I had to go like four miles to where I was uh, working, pumping gas. Uh-huh. And uh, we were supposed to have a snowstorm that night. So he said, just take it there and come back. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, I I took it and I picked up two friends that were like <laughs> 10 miles out of the way. Yeah. And I brought them into work with me because my boss was gone in the evening. So we could just go in there and we could uh, smoke cigarettes and drink. Right. You know, and just hang out, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, at the end of the evening, I left my glasses in the shop and it started to snow and my friends and I thought it'd be a good idea to go, um, over to the school and do donuts in the parking lot in the snow. <laughs> so it went well and we were just spinning around doing donuts. And then on the way out, you know, because I didn't have my glasses, I hit the light post in the school. Oh yeah. It blasted. It came down. The airbag came out and, um, we were kind of stuck there for a little bit. My friends helped me hoist the, uh, the the light pole off the front of the car. You so know? you had, was it the only light pole in the parking lot that you had? Or I mean, it was the last usually light the parking pole. lot. It gives you a little. You, you got a little leeway there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could blame not having glasses and whatnot, but it's just oh, yeah. absolute stupidity. Right, right, you right. know. And I hit the very last light pole you could hit on the way out. So I think I assumed <laughs> like the turn was was closer or something like that. Uh-huh. Then I drove down the road another quarter mile and I got pulled over by a cop. But the cop never knew that I just hit that light pole down uh-huh. the road. He asked me, you know, what'd you hit? You know, I said, I hit a a guardrail the other day, you know, yeah. and, and the uh, the airbag was spilled out and everything, you know. Right. And uh, he let me off with a bunch of warnings tickets. And then I, I, you know, kind of putted along, brought my friends home, came home. And the next day, my dad woke up and just oh, hit the ceiling. You can imagine. You know. And I never turned on the tears, you know, like, you know, little girls will say they turn on the tears when dad starts yelling. So what was that? I started like weeping in the kitchen. Did you? Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he was bulging, man. His eyes were bulging and shit. He was fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I have bad. I get over that shit. I've backed into both of my parents' cars early in the morning, leaving. You did? Yep. The same morning? Different mornings, different months, different years. Really? Backed into both of my parents' cars, backing out of the driveway. Yeah. Just put it in reverse. Just put it in reverse gas. and hit it. Jeez. The uh, first time, I was like, what the hell just happened? The second time, I was like, shit, I did it again. Have you ever broken any of their shit through, uh, you know, being a rebel? Like my pure, closet pure door, negligence? I, I, my closet door fell off because I got angry at Club Penguin when I was like eight or seven. Ugh. Club Penguin? <laughs> yeah, which is what we were playing at the time. It's this online thing with penguins. Not anymore. They closed down. They shut down. Now See, it's I a thought that was one. like a, that. That would be a cool name for a, uh, literally for a disco or some shit like that. Club I'm sure it is. Penguin. I'm sure it is Club the name Penguin. of like disco. I can't even believe I said that. Where do you go from the Hudson? from the wedding. He's my walk. I can't sing this song because it's copyrighted and it costs a lot to use this song. Huh? Oh, jeez. You know, Mike, I was I was going to ask in terms of a lot of some of the bigger events here in the U.S. Um, 
because I was speaking to a guy who's going to Laconia, not to, uh, uh, I guess that's coming up in June. Yeah, up in New Hampshire. Beautiful. Right, Beautiful. right. Lake Winnipesaukee. Is it Lake Winnipesaukee? Yeah. Now, I know you, you you guys have probably hit quite a few of the, uh, the bigger events, whether it be Laconia, whether it be Daytona, whether it be Sturgis. Did, did you have, like, a favorite event, or were they all somewhat similar? Were, you know, was one more crazy than the other? Any all, stories on that? They're all the same. Bunch of burnout pits, you know, mm-hmm. uh, women flashing boobs. Yeah. And um, so it really boils down to, like, the scenery or, like, what it has to offer around the event. Right. Um, I liked uh, Sturgis. Real nice. was cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not out in the, you know, that's way out there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Midwest would it be considered. Or yep, that's exactly. Yeah. Now, and it's beautiful area, and you can ride around on a scooter. There's a lot of outskirts where you could ride, and there's not a lot of a lot of people. Every other motorcycle event, you're sort of confined to right the masses. You know, right. You can't get anywhere. Right. Yeah. Now, were you guys pretty much? Did you always have to do the the whole event thing, or could you just go there and enjoy it? Or it was always more of a appearance kind of a thing. Yeah, we were trying to sell as many T-shirts and things as possible. Gotcha. gotcha. So we'd do that all day, and then at the end of the day, eat dinner and go home. Yeah, yeah. So not much time to party, but I found time to drink heavy and party. Well, I mean, yeah. I'd I have mean, to sneak out. Well, where'd you stay? Did you stay right there? Or did you stay on the outskirts? Uh, it all depends on the area. All right. Sometimes we get a house, hotel. Right. You know, campground. <laughs> Usually, like on a lot of those events, though, you see, um, you know, you see mostly if there's guys, there's probably couples together. There's not like a lot of women that are coming independently to these events, is it or no? No, not at all. Right. So the uh, women are either working there or, I mean, but I mean. You come across the occasional, like a few girls who just wanted to go out and have some fun at a at a like a bike weekend or a bike week or something. Yeah. And then you'd have a chance of like, you know, inviting them out to, uh, you know, drink some beer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. But, but for the most part, it was all couples and families. Yeah. So, I can see that. You know. I can see that. Was there any time, I mean, give us some stories, any kind of, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, hopefully there was some, uh, the celebrity aspect gave you a little in on occasions, you know, I think somebody. it did. Yeah. Cause, uh, at the height of the show, I was at my fattest. I was like 360 pounds. You were never that big, were you? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tie my shoes. I couldn't reach my, my shoes to tie them. Oof. I also didn't know how to tie my shoes. I still don't know how to <laughs> so tie I your shoes. Fat. <laughs> um, I didn't think you... No. Yeah, I I still getting ladies, you know? Still, get, still getting ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, I think that, that does... That has quite a bit of pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. And was it always just you, Pops, and uh, Owen Jr. Uh, show up to or no? Uh, my father and brother always did uh, separate areas in the event to canvas certain, a certain amount of the crowd yeah. in order to maximize sales. Two more uh-huh. and then, uh, motorcycles. Myself, Vinny, and Cody would go to another area. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. All right. We'd be at separate areas. They put you, you at know, the boom, Vinny out. and Cody area? Yeah. Well, I didn't know Vinny and Cody went. I thought Cody it was wasn't bad. Vinny was really bad to be around. Really bad. Yeah, really, really, really abusive. I'm hoping he hears this. In what way? He didn't like doing it or what? No, he was a sweetheart. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like you. a brother. Yeah, yeah. And Cody was a sweetheart too. I yeah. was really lucky to be with those two. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think I, I could have 
Stood being part of the A team on the other end of town with my dad and brother, you know. Yeah. Well, you know what? You had uh, to. You, you sort of in your own own element, right? You didn't have yeah. to sit there and you know, I guess perform or whatever. That looks like a misbehave a little more on the exactly. you know, on the sly here, exactly. here and there without Keep my dad and brother being right on me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could see that. But I mean, would you still? I mean, in today's world, would you still want to go to those festivals? Or you like had enough? You, had enough. Yeah, yeah, because I don't like motorcycles to begin with. I enjoy riding them a little here and there, but mm. I'm not an enthusiast. Yeah, I'm not a motorhead. Yeah, I'm not friends with too many motorheads. I got you. A few of them actually. I do have a few motorhead friends. But well, um, Evan, yeah, I mean Evan's really cool. Yeah, I mean, Evan's the best. Thing, yeah, really. Yeah. Evan Favaro. Yeah, yeah, over at uh, Speakeasy Motors. Motors. Yeah. yeah. It's a plug. That's our he's first nice plug. He's, yeah, we'll get him to sponsor shout, us by uh, shout out plug. Shout out plug. We we'll get some. We we'll get some patches and put them on the table. He also has Speakeasy whiskey. Motor. He does. Speak he owns Speakeasy whiskey. Yeah, yep. Speakeasy Motors whiskey. Yeah, right. wow. Well, right. ah, takes it straight it right. out of the car. He's gonna get pissed. I got it wrong. You got it wrong. I think I got it right. Speakeasy Motors whiskey. Yeah. Oh, it might be Speakeasy Motors Whiskey. Yeah, I think he's got like a tasting room and everything over there. He does. It's beautiful. It's a black cloth and it just covers a doorway and he says, okay, open up. Here's the taste. Oh, jeez. That's the... <laughs> he went to the wrong place. I know. He always does, right? Yeah. I mean, he just goes right to... Taste that. And a lot of yeah. it is like right in your face and you're not so sure if it's whiskey. funny or yeah. not. You're sort of... You're trying to figure it out. Is that comical or is it basically boom, right in the nuts? Oh, no. Wait. It's Speakeasy Motors Whiskey Company Tasting Room at Liquid. Uh, <laughs> it's a very big name. Well, you got it. You got most of the names there. I can't even get the rest of the name because it's blocked because there's uh, too much of it. Mer at Liquid Mercantile Distillery. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a lovely place. Really is. Is it? Yeah, it's, is it's, it right where his shop it's a, is? It's a winery, it and the winery is attached to the whiskey place there. You know, they got oh, a co-op nice. thing going on. He owns on. that. Yep. I didn't know he owned it. Yeah, the bar looks like something out of Manhattan. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's really it's beautiful. Nice. Jeez, I gotta get Player over there. Piano, I seen all that. kinds of really nice. I shit. Is that by his thing? What? Is that by his thing? It's not close to his home, but oh. it's somewhere out there. It's like under the ridge. But his home is by his garage, right? Yep. Okay. Right in the backyard. I've been at the garage. Yeah, he's got a nice I've guy. I mean, bicycle by he, it many he, times. He, absolutely talented. I mean, without so. a doubt. He, he and and then we'll he has that really thing. Yeah, that'd we'll be have great. him on. He could talk about things. I think that'd he's be. He's a awesome. great motorhead too, because he's really great with metal forming, mm -hmm. and he knows his shit when it comes to like the nuts and bolts. Without a doubt. And then on on top of it, he's like a fun guy to hang out with. It doesn't have to be about motors and everything like that. Oh, he's you a cool dude. I, mean? I can remember uh, he's hanging out with him a few with times. Yep, yep. Or he'd come over uh, in OCC, and uh, he'd always be just, uh, uh, just easy to talk to, just a gentleman. You know what I mean? I think he actually buy, uh, built a bike, and I think he posted uh, a couple um, shots of him on Facebook uh, for Pink, that singer. He did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Built a motorcycle for Pink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. He's up and coming. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, he's coming it up. Are we good? Well, move on. What do we, what's uh, what? You know what? What? Do, how do we get off on Ev? Just in case that bit has to be kind of condensed quick. Uh, how do we get off on Ev? Uh, oh, we, we were talking about, about whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey. Yeah. No, that's how it came. We talked about speakeasy. We're talking about you know Tuttle, and we're talking about the events. Oh, and events. Evan Favaro. What there about? Let me, let, okay. When when I'm curious, I know, and I don't know if we ever talked about this. Uh, you know, we talked about places that you've been and all that, which I think has been so fascinating. But 
one of the there, there's been so many let's say celebrities that came by right in terms of OCC um how was it when like Shaq was there um was that pretty cool he seems like a he seems like a big kid you know oh Shaq's a beauty yeah he seems like a big kid I remember watching yeah. as far as um when they he was you guys were playing basketball blowing shit up and whatnot yeah he just seems like a really cool dude he really is yeah 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 that guy's something else what? big what 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 big who were boys. like he's huge he could pick me up like nothing huge and it's weird i haven't been picked up like nothing like since i was a kid you know being a big fella yeah. geez, you know it's like yeah pick me up like nothing pick up the dog he's gotta be like seven three or some shit like that i remember I even yeah. there that he used to have that shoe nine. there was a shoe in in in, in the um uh, in the in, in the back when they were building the bike and look it, it looked like a boat. It was probably size twenty four and it was just sitting around twenty three or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, yeah that? seven foot one, seven one. Right. I was thinking of Shaw, not Shaq. So who were like who were there any Shaq? There's one thing I want to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see him, right, which isn't very often, but I've seen him about three or four times. Have you? Yeah, he picks me up by 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 the ass cheeks, <laughs> and he makes me like it makes me like you know, like, <laughs> like ride him. I swear <laughs> to God, and I'm, I'm not gonna say no. He, he tells me he loves my ass. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Like sure, big guy. Sure he's like, sorry, I'm riding, throwing me around like a rag doll, dude. I'm sure like a little kid. Oh, you know? that's funny. Sure, Shaq. Yeah. Sure. Did he um? Didn't you go down to his house one time? Sure. Weren't yeah, you at, yeah, at his house? What happened at the house? What? Just a cool guy. You guys just showed up at the house or you invited you yeah, over? Yeah, really everybody. cool guy. Yeah? He's sweet, yeah. So he picks you up by the ass, shakes and jiggles you around. Yep. You know what's impressive? <laughs> like, like, like 90s dance floor, you know? <laughs> like, you know, I can hear a CNC Music Factory with this guy. He just seems like a big kid. He you is. Know? He yeah. is. He's, he has a lot of fun. You know what's funny about him, too, though, is like when he's uh, serious. Yeah. He tells everybody like "fuck off," really, and he's so big they just you know. Yeah, who's gonna say yeah. no? Nobody, nobody's gonna tell that guy what to do. I mean, everybody's looking straight up. I mean, I'm six three, and um, he's seven one, and I think he's probably like three hundred sixty pounds or whatever the hell it is. Easy, yeah, yeah, easy. And if he wanted to be mean, think about him. If he wanted to go through life all mean, Ooh. he'd be just fucking throwing people into garbage cans and shit. Yeah, he could be a complete asshole if well, he wanted sweetheart. to, and everybody would be. Uh, would just step aside and let him be a complete asshole because he's that big. Yep. But he's just he he just seems like another cool guy. He know? also had in his garage a life size uh, predator figure. Oh yeah, from the movie uh, Predator. Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, cool. he's not he's not a poor man from what I understand. No. Uh, from what I understand, he's a very good businessman. I mean, he's got a lot. He I think he owns a ton of those. Um, Super good. And he figures out he he's like he keeps himself really relevant. So yeah, he continues to make. Money. If you look at him, he's oh, he's all over sportscaster, yeah. sportscaster, all kinds of the general. I see making fun of Charles general. Barkley. Yeah, um, I love Mark. I think he owns all kinds of Papa John's franchise. Very good businessman. So Just, I think yeah. that's that's respectful. Like if you could, if you could, if you could name five, well, four or five guys soon. that you met or built bikes for that were just. That you were sort of like wow, you know, in awe of who would who 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 would those guys be? Bill Murray. No, they were all horrible people. Bill Murray. I could tell you who the five worst were. Okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. No, that's career suicide. Uh, even if your career's no, dead. It was really cool building a bike for Bill Murray. Sure. No, no I, I, funny I bet. guy. He came by. I know that he's kind of somewhere semi-canceled right now. But I don't is know. he? 
Again, why? Some why kind of thing. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about Bill Murray. Something about a harassment thing, but I don't give a fuck. No, but we're like four that was or five awesome. guys. Yeah, we got to we got to build we could design the bike with Bill Murray. Then he came back, you know, for the uh, unveiling. That's awesome. So he's got to spend some time with the guy. That was. Uh, now, do you talk about like Caddyshack or any of that stuff, or is that sort of? I asked him topic? about Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, you did? Yeah, he told me a bit about uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Some, some stuff I can't talk about. Mm. But that's the kind of stuff you want to hear. No, you know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And he was pretty open. He's, he's, he's a regular guy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people like to know that he's a regular guy. And I was hanging out with him right when my first fiance left me. So it was like, you know, the person that you want to hang out with the most. And it's yeah. kind of like you get that feeling. And then also the person that you did love you the most. Did you tell him about it, though? Did you, like, listen? Did you say, like, can did can you give me a couple words of advice? My 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 fiance left, or did no. he know any? Did any of that conversation? I was trying to compartmentalize the two. Oh, okay. Because I really uh, wanted to enjoy it for what it was worth, you yeah. know. And then after you hang out with Bill, go back to like the hotel room and start fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a uh, you know quite an experience. It was a bipolar experience. Yeah, that was cool. Hang out, Bill. All right. We so had you Will got Smith Jack, come you over. Got Bill. We had Will Smith come to the shop uh-huh. before he slapped anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was really nice, though. Was he? Really, really nice, yeah. I think gracious there. I think Will Smith, if you look at his entire career, everybody's always said not there was no bad word about that guy until... Until his old lady snapped him a look, like yeah. anybody. That yeah. happens. They yeah. snap you the look, and you got to fucking... But can you imagine yeah, you that? I mean, what was going through his head that he would literally stand up on live TV, walk over... And smack the shit out of that guy, Chris. Yeah, my wife is going to be... If I don't smack this guy, my wife is going to make it worse for me than if I slap him. I think it absolutely um, set him back tremendously, that whole that whole uh, situation. Well, to do something snap. like that, and then you win an Oscar, it's not... Uh, yeah. to, he had like a bipolar kind of experience going there. Because well, you, you do good, something embarrassing like that, and then you go and receive an award. That was a good movie. You know what? I think all the, like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I think they were all a little bit <laughs> shocked mind, about that. But again, I think, you know, other than that moment, which set him back a lot, everybody always thought he was like, you know, he could, he was the darling of uh, Hollywood or whatnot. He never did anything wrong. Mm. And that night, he just fucked that up big time. Um, so, Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to name throw Russell Crowe, but I think I talked about him. We, talked, we talked about, about Russell Crowe. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Um, who was okay? You have Russell to... did leave me a message one time on my phone. Come on, John. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, Mike, it's Russell Crowe." Hey, Mike, it's Russell no. Crowe. Yeah, I'm calling from Australia. It's Russell he Crow. did not. Yeah, calling if from Australia. If you can't give me, give me a bell, mate. A bell, mate. Give you a what? Give me a bell. They say, give, give me a bell. Give me a bell. Give me a ring. Yeah, I never called him back. Why didn't you? I didn't You're have uh, international service. So what? Uh, you yeah, know. you should have given me a call back. I was life. able to t- play the, uh, the voice message for my nephew. Now, do you save the message or you delete the message? Uh, What's that? You save or delete the message? I saved it for as long as I could. Oh, that's cool. Change yeah. service. Okay. You, record it on you know the what camera? I didn't ask you? When I you, when you When you were Russell, staying with Russell Crowe, and you had mentioned, um, you know, that you were in his guest house or whatnot. And yeah, you guys we were had, watching you guys Gladiator. had dinner and watching Gladiator. The tenor, <laughs> the tenor, <laughs> so the t- that is funny. The tenor of the conversation uh-huh. at dinner, yeah, 
what do you got? What do you guys? What what is he? You know, what's the conversation about you? Oh, for me, it wasn't much. My father, my brother, Russell Crowe, and all you know the people who were from the film crew and stuff. They were on one end of the table. And I was at the other end with uh, Russell's parents. No, oh, okay. And it was just like conversation. All so right. how are you? I was you? just curious. You know, All yeah. right. So what we got Will Smith. We got any um, well, anybody that was just, yeah, you don't have to throw anybody into the bus, but sort of, you know, was just, they weren't, they were, they're a little bit difficult. A little bit difficult to deal with. No. All right. That's, yeah, that's no, good. I've had great experiences with people. All right. I think yeah, that's Yeah, awesome. anybody who's a dick. That's you know, because I don't mind telling that. It's not really slander. It's like they were a dick. But no, because you always hear those stories about like people who meet famous people and and they're you know they're celebrities themselves, and they always want to meet somebody. And then sometimes it goes south because they end up meeting that person. What yeah. they built up in their mind about this person. Yeah, and the person's a dick. And the person's a dick. You know. So yeah, I've had yeah. good luck in that regard. I think that's great. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Let's see anybody. I can't think of anybody who's like an out and out dick. Well, know? Steven Tyler you said was really cool. Right? Me. Uh oh, you know what? We were waiting uh backstage. We snuck like to the uh preferred area for uh what w- my friends and I went to go see Weezer. Okay. And the lead singer was hanging out backstage, kinda like there's a VIP lounge, but right. we, we managed to get in. There were like eight people in there. And he spent the whole time, it was like an hour and a half he was supposed to be there yeah. talk, talking to one person. Uh-huh. They wouldn't sign our tickets. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we could have had an off day. Yeah, so everybody does. Know, like Rivers Cuomo. You never yeah. know. Yeah, pipist. Bag, you never bag, know. Bag, what is he? Flutist? Flautist? Is he a flautist? I don't know. Oh. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> I wish I could. Hey, whatever happened to your uh, um, to your artwork in terms of art gallery? Were you able? Did you hang on to that for as long as you could, and then you know, uh, just did. I did, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I went broke at the same time. Uh, I was kind of trying to run that, so gotcha. everything just boom fell apart. Gotcha. Speaking of art and galleries and singers, you know what was fun? It was really nice. Was uh, Julian Lennon? It was John's son? Yeah. Hey, he was a nice guy. Did you meet him? No. You didn't meet him? Nope. Oh, really? Oh, yep. that's right. You weren't part of the big. I was only in the background. I was Actually, a part of the fun. I'm in the background when Bernie Williams. That's the only time I'm on the show. He says he enters. You, you but, know uh, what I re- go ahead. Julian. Julian was a nice guy, and he he had a nice personality. He was really good. Yeah, he's probably one of the nicest ones that I got to meet. Everybody that appeared was nice, because and I think that's also to do with professionalism, right? Sure, and he was raised in the atmosphere. Even the real a holes tend to know to be professional when the cameras are rolling. You mm. know, that's why you hear about the behind the scenes stuff that happens. But yeah, where they're chucking where, shit. In where the did dressing you meet room. him? Uh, Julian came in to pause, and he unveiled his, or he opened the box that his father's monkey bike was in, the oh, John wow. Lennon's Honda monkey bike, the real wow. one, because wow, he'd wow. purchased the false one, or he'd purchased one that was faked back in 2009 or something, and the real one came back up in 2018, so huh. uh-huh. Paul bought it via Sotheby's and had it shipped overseas. And um, he, he bought the real one? Paul or? got the real Honda monkey bike, Julian Lennon's Honda monkey bike. He still has it, I think. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know what I thought? Because I read about that whole thing in terms of like when when John Lennon passed away, Julian he didn't get shit. Everything went to he Yoko got, and John. His he name is something. Julian Lennon though, and he already had money. I know, but I from what I read, the well, you, bulk of his estate went over. I mean that guy, that has to be sort he of got a kick some, in the butt. Yeah, I saw him on Letterman. He said he got some, but he didn't. He got what uh, what Yoko allowed him to have. Yeah, yeah. But right? I don't think he got nothing. Nothing. 
Mm-hmm. But you yeah. know, she retained mm-hmm. rights to music. All she that retained shit. everything, right? So she. Uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? That's your stepmom. Under the intestacy law, to be evil. He should have gotten about two hundred million, but he got twenty five million. Oh, is that it? Darn. Poor dude. I know. Right? Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, he's so okay. You're going yeah. to okay. talk like this, but then honestly, $25 million, yeah. I could make a, I could make a living off $25 million. Oh, yeah. I could, make, I could give people jobs for $25 million, Yeah, you, know? you could. Give me a job. I'd give you a job. If I, had, if I won the lottery, I'd give you all jobs. Well, $25 million. Well, you know, it's we'll all relative. You do see people out there with I wouldn't play, so I'll never win. You, you see people you out know? there bitching with me. Me neither. What's that? Lotto. Lotto. I don't you hear those bad lotto stories. So you hear about people who, who win the lotto. Everybody's life gets ruined. The yeah. majority. And they get ruined, yeah. The majority of people who yeah. play the lotto and win big end up having, using, spending it all way too quickly or spending it all and then, and then getting way too taxes. much in debt. Yeah. They need money managers and they don't get them. The one guy created a mud wrestling show, a nude mud wrestling TV show. Hey, everybody really? needs a nude wrestling <laughs> Yeah, a TV show, and that was what well, he stupid spent. about that. I think we should bring that back. Actually. Yeah, get that guy in the horn. We got to have yeah. him on the show. Remember that movie Porky's? I won a lotto and I spent one hundred and fifty million dollars. That yeah, was in done por- interviews and that, stuff. Remember <laughs> a nude wrestling? Uh, was that in Porky's or was that in actually with Bill Murray and? Uh, in stripes. stripes. Yeah. yeah, and Porky's. I think, that was a right? great scene though. In oh yeah, stripes. with um. John Candy. Yeah, with John Candy. Yeah, well, the ladies beat him up. You don't see those anymore, right? Nude well, muscle. Uh, nude. I, well, I think, I, you know what? I think in today's world, you couldn't do it. Right? In today's world, it would be viruses and I don't know, from the, the woke culture and oh. everybody, you know. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful about what you say, what you do, who you're offending. Yeah. It's chauvinist. It's a chauvinist kind of thing, I guess. It really is. But what about strippers? Do strippers exist anymore? Or they're kind of like that's considered. Uh... No, they're still around. I'm sure. Okay, how's that not like a chauvinist thing for a guy? The industry is the industry. They're empowering uh... themselves by being on stage and getting money from people who are going to pay extra dollars. What to about see them the naked? guys that are like you know popping chubbies and like those yeah, guys? That's, that's part of that's part of their job. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, part of their yeah, job, yeah. and they're not allowed to touch because then it becomes uh, what do you call it? That's what? why you have the back. Well, they're not allowed to touch via New York state laws. You can't have sex or sexual intimacy for money. Right? That's a law. That's prostitution laws. Yeah, but the people I don't, don't adhere to that. That's, no, I mean, obviously yeah, they don't adhere they don't to that. To that's that. the whole point of the backroom deals at strip clubs. I've I never been remember, to a strip club. I couldn't tell you. I can remember working on, uh, first of all, you're, that's a good, interesting point because nowadays with all the woke stuff going on and everybody has to watch what they do and say and uh, that is true how how, how, is, how are strippers able to do what they do now you would think there'd be a lot of protests going on because you're aren't you objectifying these the, these women in in a certain way or or i guess they're allowing it to happen just to make money because you would think that there would be like a lot of feminists out there with signs going Take the you know yeah. you know no more strippers no more strippers you don't see that well, so I'm curious I'll, how that works I'll be honest with you I felt harassed at a strip club before you <laughs> yeah okay. it's not that I'm attractive obviously <laughs> obviously you know but like every now and again I'll have a married friend call me up like they're having a breakdown or whatever and they want to go to the strip club uh-huh. so they want to you know uh, get as close to cheating as you can without right sure okay and there's no cheating involved little, so uh, little, I'll go with them but I'm not in the face yes. Yeah, and I'm not a strip club guy, but I'll uh-huh. go with him. You yep. know what I mean? Uh, especially since I could be the DD now. 
So uh, if you go in there, you used to be able you could sit in the corner and just kind of like, you know, sort listen and play. You shook Watch. me all night long and all that yeah. stuff. And um, the women will just keep coming over and harassing you. That is true. And then there's a minimum that you have to pay them. That is true. So you, you have to actually, just to be in the building, yep. you have to buy a, a non-alcoholic beverage for yep. like eight bucks. And eight? Then, and then you have to spend at least like $20 on the girls as they come over and basically harass you unless uh -huh. you're, you're hiding under the pool table, uh, uh, which absolutely. I resorted to. Well, one of the things from what my experience has been is that as soon as you go in there, um, they want you to buy me a drink. And then if you buy me a drink, the drink is like twenty five, thirty dollars, not eight bucks. I, I guess mm. this is in, you know, in in in, in the Manhattan area. But you're Ooh, right; they're yeah. all they um, they absolutely are on top of you to try to get that dollar. Yep. Um, but it's just interesting to me with what's going on in in. in but I felt harassed. You did. I was going to launch a suit. Yeah, this lady kept coming up to me, and she was rubbing her tukas <laughs> against my outer leg. Uh huh. I said, I don't have any money. Okay. She didn't believe me. You know what? I think everybody says that, and that's why they like, don't oh, believe Oh, we got an ATM over there. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I quite frankly agree with you. I'm not a big... <laughs> I've been I, harassed. I, you know, here, here's my <laughs> thoughts on that. The strip clubs, you know exactly what they're looking for. They just want your money. It's yep. not like you're going to have a conversation with Oh, that's with another funny women, thing. You ever right? go with a friend... And he's convinced that, like, if he gives the, the girl... They're going to love uh, him. Oh, yeah. Double they're gonna, the money yeah, everybody yeah, else yeah, that yeah, they love yeah, him, uh -huh. you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of sad. If you give them... Um, because you really put... If you <laughs> give them 20 yeah. times the amount of money everybody else gives them, then they will love you and they will stay with you all night. And they'll come to you the next time you come through those doors, I'm sure. But that's not love. That's not love. It's not love. Well, you yeah. know, if you're We're a smart man... For love. And you're yeah, just I'm looking, looking for a, a moderately moderate woman to rub up on you and to, to act like they're there for you... And you have the money. If you're not stupid enough to fool yourself into thinking they care beyond the money, then I think it's you know perfect for any person to do. Uh, yeah, but that sounds cold. Yeah. We're talking about love. We're talking baby. about love. Yeah, that's real. You're gonna find that at strip club. Uh, yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't see going into a baby? strip. Uh, do you see that happening? Going into a stripper bar and and, and following in love. It's another patron and rescuing one of those misled girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's Take really right interesting. There. You know, tramp stamp, yeah. you know, ankle yeah. tattoo, one yeah. on the back of the shoulder, piercings. But it's really Definite interesting. signs of drug addiction. Yeah. It's it's interesting. The girls, Mary. the girls who like to go to strip clubs. Yeah. There's a certain portion of women who like that. And they'll go in I don't think they're there with for their you. guys oh, okay. to strip clubs because they enjoy it. They do. Yeah, I haven't. Met well, that's a, interesting. I, I have not met. I have haven't not met, met one of those either. No. But I've heard of them. Yeah. If anything, it's the opposite. You know. Yeah. You usually, better not be going to the. Strip you better club. not be going to strip clubs. But there are some women who enjoy going because they they enjoy, I guess, the female body or whatever, and they're going into strip clubs and and sometimes with 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 guys and and they're having a great time. I know of a couple. It's interesting. Because uh, the, I know the female body, I think you can appreciate way more than a dong, you know? Like everything's so. everything's nice and it's it's a good it's you know a, what the, I mean? the, the female body is just so much more 
Um, it's just so much more. Sumptuous. Is that a good word? Sumptuous. Is, oh. is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, voluptuous. Voluptuous. That's a good word. Voluptuous. But I can tell you a story. I have a, I have a friend of mine who, who has uh, quite a bit of money. Uh-huh. Him and his wife, they're in, they're in, in Miami mm-hmm. together as a couple. They went into, and they, they, got, they got pretty hammered. And they were in a strip club pretty much all night. He was, he was just, they were getting hammered to the point where he's just signing credit card numbers and whatnot. He walked out of there, $16,000 later, 16 grand in a, in, in a strip club. And oh. I've heard stories about that in Manhattan. What happens is they'll sort of prey on you, especially if you're fucked up. Yeah. And then you're signing these credit card receipts. Like there was this place called Scores in Manhattan. It's a big, big, um, um, strip club and these businessmen th- would sign credit card receipts bottles of champagne all this shit because they're all fucked up and they'll go out of there they'll get their credit card statement is forty fifty thousand dollars and they 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 don't have any recourse because they sign those statements oh really that's just crazy holy shit so, so they're really, taking really they're careful. taking advantage of drunks oh, like absolutely. anyone yeah just on a high-end uh absolutely a Absolutely. Level. So I guess it's quite a lesson to learn. Jeez. Yeah. You know, you're not finding love in a in a strip club. I doubt it. I don't even think it's, you find anything in a strip club. I think we got enough today, guys. I mean, I, I think, think we've so. talked about a lot of stuff, right? Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you. Um, thank you very much for uh, tuning in to the Mikey and Al podcast. Mikey and Al. Between right, the lines. T- between the lines. You, you can okay. always see us uh, on MikeyandAl.com. Um Please uh, tune in to us uh, on YouTube, uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, um, Instagram, be on all and anywhere platforms. you can get a podcast. And um, we just appreciate the support you and can... any insight from anybody out there, comments, um, and any kind of topics you guys like us to discuss. And you can catch me on the corner of 14th and 7th every Tuesday night there you go. from 12 a.m. to 5 a.m. 12.15. So, <laughs> I'm very quick. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.